0: Welcome to What Are You Reading? podcast by the Public Library of Mount Vernon and Knox County. I'm Christy. And I'm Katie. And today I will be talking about the graphic novel version of Moby Dick. Um, I chose this today because our summer reading program theme is Tales and Tales. uh, And one of our shirts actually has a sperm whale on it. So I'm a sucker for a good theme. So. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of had to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wanted to do something a little different. So Mm -hmm. that's why I chose the graphic novel.
1: Yeah, have you read the, the, I hate to say real, but the, the complete Moby Dick before? Or what was your background in going into reading the graphic novel part?
0: I did, but it was a long time ago. So I think Mm -hmm. I read it probably my junior year of high school. And um, I will date myself, I'm not afraid. Which was (laughs) around like 2000, 2001. So Mm -hmm. my memory of it is not the best. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say that in reading this graphic novel, which I think this is super important for visuals. I mean, this artwork is stunning. Yes. Mm -hmm. It really is so beautiful. But um, I think that... I wanted something to be a little bit more approachable Mm -hmm. to people, to get people kind of excited about summer reading. Something that might, looking at this, and this is this adorable version that Katie actually found (laughs) um, earlier today that we have here at the library to check out. Mm -hmm. Um, It is dense. Yeah, it's it's,
1: this uh, version is uh, over 750 pages. Mm -hmm. So it it takes commitment to read a book
0: that big. It really does. Yeah. And thinking about like taking an entire like summer in which Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with classics and Mm -hmm. thought, okay, I'm just going to read this. And I struggled through it. I I won't, you know, I won't lie. I struggled Mm -hmm. through it. Um, I remember bits and pieces, which I think actually does help with this Mm -hmm. so this graphic novel illustrations are wonderful I'll pick a couple other places so that you guys can kind of see what we're talking about here Um, but this is actually the illustrator is um, Chabot um, and he does such a good job of conveying kind of the feeling that you get. So mm-hmm. you'll have like these kind of little like chapter introductions. Um, and I really like that it was a little bit stark. So you really get that atmosphere mm-hmm. of, um, you know, like just kind of the lonely seaman going, you know, getting ready to find a new port and mm-hmm. board, board the boat. Um, so I felt like a lot of Moby Dick, which is obviously genius, but a mm-hmm. lot of that exposition that you need to build the atmosphere of the story we did get here in -hmm. the illustrations um so I wanted to pick something that if you're not willing to jump in there Mm -hmm. maybe give this a try Mm -hmm. and see see what you think
1: yeah um I know that I I too have read read this version, and I I like that you brought up the the exposition. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not read Moby Dick, so um, which I shared off camera that mm-hmm. um, most of my knowledge of Moby Dick is uh, popular references, mm-hmm. like mentioning in Major League the yeah. uh, the little incident of Queequeg's coffin Mm -hmm. and um I actually had to read in the heart of the sea when I was in school um which is actually the true story that inspired Moby Dick um so it was harder a little bit harder for me to get into the graphic novel because Mm -hmm. I didn't have that background knowledge sure
0: well, and it's interesting because I haven't read The Heart of the Sea. And mm-hmm. I, I even haven't seen the film version.
1: Yeah. They they made a film version as well with uh, Chris Hemsworth as the main character. Mm-hmm. And it's rough. Really? Um, yeah. I know that, I don't remember when it came out. Um, but I think I remember telling you, it's like, it's not a movie for you. Yeah. Uh, because you do see how the whaling industry works, which is really interesting. But at the same time, it is brutal. Mm-hmm. It's brutal to watch. Um, and to a certain extent, definitely makes you want to root for a Moby Dick a little more <laughs> than you might anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not like Jaws where you're like, go get him, Jaws. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely not the the
0: monster that's attacking you. And you know, a Starbuck actually brings that up in, in Moby Dick that you know Ahab's obsession mm-hmm. with with the whale. He's you know he's like, this is all constructed by you. This animal does not care mm-hmm. that what you're doing. You have attacked this animal and it it, it retaliated. And now you're continuing this, this vendetta, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this animal is not aware of your vendetta. You know, it it is not your arch nemesis Mm -hmm. that is plotting against you. (laughs) Yeah. Just like any other animal, it's
1: just trying to stay alive. Yes. And yeah, if you have a sharp pointy spear thrown at it, Mm -hmm. then it kind of has the right to
0: retaliate. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you guys aren't familiar with the story of Moby Dick, mm-hmm. we'll kind of go over a little bit um, just to kind of pique your interest. Um, but we, we meet um, this young sailor who is new to the fishing industry, and he just wants to get on a, on a, a whaling ship. And uh, he comes to this town. He hears this story about this, this you know kind of mad captain. Um, he meets a harpooner whose name is Queequeg who kind of gets him involved in this whaling industry. And he ends up on the ship of, uh, I, I think, is, Starbuck is kind of the, I forget what the term is for the, the person under the captain, but um, you know he kind of onboards him. Later we meet Captain Ahab, who is running this whaling ship, which they're after spermaceti to you know, make all kinds of products for humans. Um, so the whole point of this whaling ship is to go out and and catch whales. Um, but we soon find out that Captain Ahab's real purpose for this whaling expedition is to continue to track Moby Dick, a white whale that had previously, uh, escaped his clutches and in doing so took his leg. Uh, so we follow this ship. We follow this young man who's on this, this adventure. Uh, mm-hmm. To to hunt this whale and get vengeance for Ahab's missing limb.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and and at the same time,
1: it's a very serious book. But there mm-hmm. was a little bit of comic relief mm-hmm. in certain spots, especially for me with uh, Queequeg.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, why why don't you talk a little bit about his uh, his brush with death? Oh, sure. So. <laughs>
0: Um, which I can kind of, again, since it's a graphic novel, I definitely want want y'all to see some of this, you know, really cool artwork in here. But um, Queequeg, who is a harpooner, so he's uh, very good at throwing a spear um, to try to, you know, catch the whales to begin with. Um, he is down in the bowels of the ship, um, and he is moving around barrels. He's trying to keep the barrels from, uh, from leaking because the spermaceti is is spilling out all over the ship, which is really when we find out that Ahab's real reason of running this expedition might not be for the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been down there for days and days. So uh, this is actually one of the scenes. So uh, Queequeg has been down there for so long uh, in this mucky water mixed with you know animal byproduct, and he begins to get very ill. He's got a severe fever. Um, Ishmael, our, our main character, he comes down finds him nearly delirious and quequeg begs for them not to bury him at sea he doesn't want to be the body that's thrown into the water uh, and eaten by sharks so he asks them to construct a coffin for him and of course being on a ship there is a uh, there is a carpenter on the ship who builds a coffin for him uh so In doing so, they lay him down in the coffin and, um, don't want to really give away too much spoilers, but there's a pretty interesting scene that happens soon after where Mm -hmm. we find out the, uh, fate of Queequeg, but, uh. It is kind of a really interesting scene because this poor man is, you know, absolutely delirious. The only thing he can think about is being eaten by sharks. That is, that's Mm -hmm. a no-go for him. So, (laughs) he's like, please build me a wooden coffin. Do not put me out to sea.
1: (laughs) Yeah, not something that you would necessarily think about when you're close to death. And especially someone who is a harpooner that -hmm. faces death every time they go out because they have to go out on their little tiny boat and go after
0: a sperm whale that is one of the oh, yeah. biggest animals on earth. hmm absolutely. And being someone, I have a hard time with two things, animal violence and robot violence. Can't explain the robot thing, but the animal thing, I just, I have a hard time. So this seemed like a really weird pick for me, but um, I felt like it was super important. And I also knew, um, a little spoiler alert, I knew the ending of this book. Mm -hmm. So um, I knew that (laughs) that whales would be injured in the making of this book, but um, I also knew how it ended. So I felt okay Mm -hmm. tackling it. Um, And there was also, again, more beautiful artwork that kind of made, uh, made it a little bit easier. Here we have our white whale Moby Dick, which just this stark contrast of the white whale with this deep, black sea mm-hmm. was so striking and you can see all of the harpoons and the lines that have been wrapped around him for years and years and years mm-hmm. because he's being hunted by everyone anyone mm-hmm. that knows the legend um <clears throat> he has attacked multiple ships um that have tried to attack him so you know in the book we meet other captains one who's lost an arm mm-hmm yes to, to mm-hmm. Mo- moby dick so um he's this poor whale has been through a lot
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) to say the least yeah absolutely yeah and one of the things that i think melville takes out going back to the the true story Mm -hmm. is making moby dick seem more more human Mm -hmm. like in in a way that ahab humanizes him as well yeah but um in the heart of the sea when you read the actual account the whale does it it seems like the whale's going away it Mm. didn't they weren't able to to catch it but then it actually comes back and busts their ship in half wow so yeah so then it you have to ask that it it goes into that question of how aware animals mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. and and do they have vengeance in their hearts because this one yeah this one came back mm-hmm. and kind of that's sort of what happens in Moby Dick as well yeah um except they continue to pursue them and in the heart of the sea they they weren't able to because their boat got broken in half. Yeah, so
0: yeah. <laughs> then
1: then it was survival mode for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, if I remember correctly, because I I too I read this in the early aughts. Hmm. <laughs> um. It even attacks one of their one of the uh, smaller boats. Wow.
0: Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. I mean, that is a really good question. Like, how cognizant would the sperm whale you know be and um is is it really is it truly vengeance they come because in Moby Dick we you know like Mm -hmm. the true story we we see that where um it it kind of seems like at least visually at the point where they have Moby Dick where they think they want him Mm -hmm. they've positioned themselves between the whale and the main ship Mm -hmm. And so when he attacks the smaller boat, with the harpooners, he kind of just continues through Mm -hmm. his course. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's a great question. Mm -hmm. How how cognizant are these animals? Um, Melville did do an awesome job of making this, you know, this fully fledged character out of this whale, Mm -hmm. who we do not get the inner monologue of, but we do feel like is... Is cognizant enough to say, "I'm going to take all of you out, yeah, you know, like this is enough. Yeah. We've gone too far. now you're all gonna die. yeah uh. <laughs> We're gonna end this once and for all. yeah, yeah, like I'm tired of you guys chasing me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it does have that interesting question of who the monster is, very mm-hmm. much like uh, Frankenstein, no,
0: oh, yeah would be.
1: is the doctor the monster, or mm-hmm. is the his creature? Mm -hmm. the monster and it's is it ahab or Mm -hmm. is it because to a certain extent he's got a reason to have a problem with moby dick Mm
0: -hmm. he he had four
1: limbs when he started (laughs) and now he has three yeah he has lost (laughs) a limb this
0: is this is serious business full-on peg leg Mm -hmm. um yeah and and this is really watching that descent into Mm -hmm. his madness which we already get a feeling that he's a little off, mm-hmm. um, but there is a scene uh, that takes place between Ahab and Starbuck mm-hmm. where we get the full extent of it. And Starbuck is saying, these, these barrels are leaking. We are losing all of our money. Like Our charter is gonna be super upset because mm-hmm. they already, at this point, early in their voyage, they get a whale. They have so much, they've got more product mm-hmm. than they usually see in a, in a full year. Mm-hmm. And they haven't been out for very long. So Starbuck is really arguing with him, saying, why don't we turn around? Why don't we go home to Nantucket? We've got mm-hmm. so much product. Um, and Ahab refuses to listen to a point where mm-hmm. he actually picks up his rifle and mm-hmm. threatens Starbuck uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, no, the the point of this is, is the white whale. Mm-hmm. And these men did not board that ship to get the white whale. They boarded it to make money. Mm-hmm. So we we have we have quite a journey there right between Mm -hmm. ahab's madness starbuck realizing the madness and thinking how can i keep my men alive Mm -hmm. and and then the whale itself is another character
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and that's another parallel uh between the true story and moby dick they did catch a whale right away Mm -hmm. and had plenty of spermaceti but that quest for they weren't going after a particular whale Mm -hmm. but they had that quest to make as much money as they possibly could rather than just turning around and not even cutting their losses because they would have made money off of it yeah but they wanted to make more wow and if they hadn't made that decision every single person would have made it
0: home yeah Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. See, I, and I, I need to read this. This has got me excited about that.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting, and um, it does go into a lot of detail about how spermaceti is harvested, mm-hmm. um, because I had no idea. I had yeah. no idea how barbaric it actually was to, yeah. to catch a whale and how much work it took to process the spermaceti, which is something that I, I did really enjoy in the Moby Dick graphic novel, because it shows not, not so much the catching the first whale, mm-hmm. but the processing of its spermaceti. Yes,
0: yeah, the fact that they had those, the, the cauldrons with, you know, fire mm-hmm. on board this ship, melting everything down, mm-hmm. um, it just it, a very, very tough job. All around.
1: Yeah, and no wonder Queequeg ends up getting sick because yeah. he spends all this time around boiling mm-hmm. fat, basically. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, it, it, the atmosphere of this, it was, it's very dark and it is heavy. But mm-hmm. it is something that um, if you are interested in the story of Moby Dick, you mm-hmm. don't feel like picking up a book... Uh, necessarily that might might take a lot of time Mm -hmm. Um, this is definitely an awesome option so I was really Mm -hmm. happy to feature a graphic novel because we haven't really talked about one of those yet Mm -hmm. and um, we are getting one of these in so you'll be able to check it out if you would like Um, and then the actual copies as well as Heart of the Sea and DVD also available here at the Public Library of Mount Vernon and Knox County so stop by and see us, um, reserve online, any of that kind of stuff. And, Mm -hmm. um, just thank you guys for joining us again today for another episode of our podcast and look forward to our next one. Uh, we are changing the format up a little bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. Katie and I will be selecting a book every month, uh, actually two books, one for each of us that might be a new title or something that's coming out soon, uh, that we'd like to talk about and get you guys excited about as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, so thank you for joining us like subscribe follow all that fun stuff Uh, check out our website and uh, thanks again